The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And thank you for spending a few minutes with me and with spirit. I channel messages for you and for anyone who needs it from the angelic realm. My helpers call themselves the collective. They are a mix of God's infinite angels. I say infinite because there's no way we could possibly count them. There's an infinite number and there are these beautiful entities of love and light that come through and help us. And we also channel from our guardian angels. Each of us has one or two angels that are assigned just to us and nobody else. We have the archangels that I love to call upper management. They're the ones that help us in very specific ways and are not limited to time and space. So Archangel Raphael can help me and you and anybody else all at the same time without that limitation of the time and space dimension. And we also receive help from our human helpers, our ancestors and our loved ones on the other side. And all of those loving beings for me call themselves the collective. Well, tonight we're gonna sit with the collective and we're just going to ask some questions. These questions came from my listeners on my Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook, my business page, by searching at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. I love ideas for podcasts. I love it when you leave me little notes to let me know that you like the podcast or to give me ideas. So if you've got something that you want to have covered or you can think of a great guest to have on the show, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Here we go. Here's some questions from Facebook. Jenny asks, does spirit see me finding love again? Jenny, the answer is yes. Don't be in a rush. You are working on some things in your life that you have known that you wanted, not needed, because you're already perfect the way you are and beautiful and all the things. But there are some things about you that you have decided, I want to know who I am in this facet. 
I want to love this part of me. I want to embrace this part of me that before maybe I didn't like so much, but your angels are saying they're working with you to build this completeness of love. And they say that drawing love to you, the kind of partner that you want, that will be your best friend and your support and will be an independent person alongside with you and not someone who is codependent on you. They're saying in order for you to draw the right person to you, you need a little more time to be secure in who you are. So the answer is yes. And they say who you're supposed to love right now is you. So look in the mirror and love yourself. Set some goals for yourself. Give yourself patience and love and time. And as you do that, your angel team is vetting people who you're going to meet at parties or work or at the grocery store. And they're already looking at those people and deciding, hmm, is that person Jenny's type? Is that person fit what Jenny said she wanted about this subject and this subject? So they're already working on it. I can see it. So hang in there. Love is coming. Rizel asks, how can I fully serve utilizing my intuitive gifts? Well, darling, I want to tell you that when I sit with this question, your angels show me a menu. Have you ever been to one of those restaurants where the menu is giant and it folds open and there's like five pages and they seem to serve everything you're kind of like that you've got a lot of gifts you've got part of the menu is spiritual gifts part of the menu is kind of task oriented getting things done some of it's creative some of it is hopes for your future there's one page that's about relationships that you're in you've got a lot on that menu and they say one of the best things you can do is look at the facets of your life look at what you love what brings you joy how do you like to help people and focus on that because if there's something that you're doing to help people and it feels like a sacrifice or it feels like a burden that's not sustainable and you'll actually block some of the light and love and channeling from the angels because it's not the right fit for you so have some discernment pay attention to all the things that you are and really hone in on the things that bring you joy and that you feel good at. I hope that helped you. I would like to, you to know that when I sit with this in a past life, I see you with cards in front of you. So you might either get some further details about this message using some tarot cards or angel oracle cards, or that might just be one of the modalities that you choose to use to help other people. Keep going, they say. You're getting it. You're hearing us. Keep going. Douglas. Oh, I love this question. Douglas asks the question, is judging good and evil pointless? Let's hear that again. Is judging good and evil pointless? Let's look at the word judging first. When I say the word judgment, judging, to judge, what comes up in you? What do you hear? What do you feel? What if we use the word judgment not as a negative word, but as part of our toolbox? Maybe it's how we notice. So let's turn judgment into noticing. Is noticing good and evil pointless? Let's look at good and evil. Is there such a thing as good and evil? Well, I'm going to put that question on you. What does your personal theology say? Is there good and evil? Is there light and dark? I'll tell you that the angels respond by saying everything is neutral. We live in duality. We live in a dimension that has the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, and they don't necessarily see it as good and bad. There is no other. We are all one uh, collective 
um, like a big ocean together, we're all one. And when we start to see each other as reflections of God, even when the person in front of us seems to be evil or dark, when we start to see them as a reflection of God, we start to see them not as the other, but as us. Now, I know that's a lot to think about, but when it comes to good and evil, try not to differentiate, the angels are saying, between um, what is right or wrong or good and bad when it comes to the spirit world, because everything is from God. Everything has goodness at its core. And some of you are hearing this thinking, okay, yeah, but what about demons? Well, they're part of a different dimension and they are here to help us notice the duality. So some of you growing your intuitive gifts, you may have had some darker entities approach you. This has happened to me as well. And you're thinking, gosh, is this spiritual warfare? Well, the angels have told me, no, it is not. It's an opportunity for us to be very clear in our intentions, working in the light and not the dark and to practice being safe practice utilizing our holy team to practice building our own prayers our methods of protection and the darkness helps us notice the light just imagine that if you lived in a dark room and you carry around a flashlight well you wouldn't be able to notice that light if it were already light in the room we need that darkness so douglas is judging good and evil pointless no it's not it's good to judge or notice what we discern as good and evil or polar opposites because it helps us realize that we live in this dimension of duality and we chose to be here, right? We didn't just fall onto this earth. We weren't born at random. We chose to be here in this time, in this place. I wonder if you're asking me that question because there's something happening in your life where you are noticing maybe the dark side, maybe your gifts are growing in a way where you're noticing not just the light, but the dark. Well, if that's happening and you need support, anybody listening, you can reach out to me. I may not be the one to personally help you, but we'll get a group of people together to support you. Facebook is great for that. Remember, you can find me at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. And I hope that gives you some insight. I am going to pull a card about that, Douglas. I have um, an angel deck here. And to go a little further with that message, boy, a card just fell out. The card is, if you believe. This card is to instruct us that whatever we put our energy into, that's what will grow. So if you believe in the light, that's what will grow. If we believe in the dark, that's what will grow. That is what we'll notice. So good food for thought from the angels. Next question from Pavla. Is there a general rule? About 3 a.m. Do night owls, are they the ones that get to experience the spiritual stuff? I'm paraphrasing a little bit, Pavla. The general rule about 3 a.m. seems to be, from according to the angels, a lot of us are in a part of our sleep cycle where we've actually become spirit. We're past the light sleep stage. We're past our dreaming. We're into a spot in our rest time where our body is safe and sound and we sit up as spirit. That seems to happen between about 2.45 and 3.45, 4 o'clock, and then we start to wake up gently and wake up for our day. So it's not that the night owls are more... Um, more available for spiritual growth there's just some people who are more attuned with that sleep cycle 
If you're hearing this and you think, gosh, I don't think that happens to me. I just sleep like a log or I don't sleep at all or I have to take a bunch of sleep aids to sleep. Well, what you might want to consider is meditating because you can get into this spiritual realm. You can just safely and gently lift out of your body and communicate with spirit right in your living room at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. You don't have to wait till the middle of the night. The practice here is we build our intuition. One of the goals is to be able to communicate with spirit right away and not to have to, you know, go through all of these procedures and all of these steps. Spirit is with us, part of us, right next to us. And if you can practice having that 3 a.m. moment right at 3 p.m. or noon or 10 a.m., you're doing really well. That, those moments are already happening for you, and I'm speaking to everybody. Remember that these messages are not just for the person that asked the question, but for all of us listening. The angels are saying that those moments where we connect with them happen so often that we miss them. So what would it be like if we went through a day and we decided everything that happens today is from the angels? Wouldn't that change our perspective? Or what if we decided that everything that happens today is from my grandfather that passed? Wow, we'd see things with a different lens. Try it. It will blow your mind. And once you know, you can't unknow. Once you see, you can't unsee. All right, here we go. From it's either Tanya or Tanya. I'm going to go with Tanya. My grandmother passed away last July. I feel it happened too fast. I know she was scared to die. Does she want to tell me anything? Tanya, thank you for trusting me in spirit with this question. I appreciate you. And I know that when we lose people, when they release from their body and they take their final breath, that beginning of the process can look a little different sometimes, or it can feel like it happened at the wrong time. Everything happens in divine right timing. Everything happens in right divine timing. So what I want to tell you from your grandmother is, as a human in her body, she was surprised by her passing as well. It did come fast. But as spirit on the other side, she's able to look at her life, including her passing, and see that it was all part of a beautiful tapestry. It was all part of her story, and it happened just the way it should. Now she says that, I know you're still grieving. I know you're still thinking about how I left, and I know you miss me. Please know that I'm with you, and I'm showing up for you. Your grandma moves things for you, and it's slight. Just as I'm speaking this to you, I'm sitting in my closet like I always am when I record, and there's a skirt about two feet in front of me. There's no airflow in here, and it's just moving just a little bit because that's where your grandma is sitting as she speaks to me. She often sits in front of you and, and looks at you, so you might look at your surroundings. Is there, do you have a Kleenexes on a, in a Kleenex box? Are they moving a little bit? Do you have a hanger that's moving, a piece of clothing, and it's slight? If I wasn't looking at it, I might not see it. She also is communicating with you through other people. There are some things that only grandma would say, or she'd say them in a certain way. You're going to hear those things from other people, and it's going to surprise you. It's going to be maybe through a man's voice, but it's grandma speaking right outside his ear, and then he says what grandma needs to say to you. She says sometimes she's communicating using um, phrases or thoughts that 
sound exactly like her. Oh, my grandma used to say that. That's so funny. Sometimes she's communicating messages that she needs you to hear to keep you healthy or safe or to um, give you some love. So those times you are standing next to someone and they turn to you and say, I hope you have a great day. That's from grandma. She is doing fine. She's where she's supposed to be and she loves you. I have a question here from Tammy. Tammy asks, how do I know if I'm seeing signs from spirit, I assume, or I'm just looking too hard and forcing them? Okay, the angels say it is impossible to look too hard. It's impossible to force signs. They're saying that as soon as you say to us, angels, show up for me. I want to see you. I want to see the signs. I want to feel you. I want to know your love. Well, you've said yes, you've opened the doors for them to be very active and present in your life. If you are a visual person or you've asked your angels to show up for you, I want to see you, they're probably going to show up using signs and symbols, numbers especially. So we want to watch for numbers that repeat. When you're driving, safely look at every license plate that you can. Notice the animals that are around you, whether that's on TV or outside. Notice the things that keep coming in threes. You might keep seeing the title of a book. You might keep hearing a song. Everything's on purpose. I always hear from the angels that if we had, if we really could adopt the idea that everything is a message, we would never feel lonely. We would never feel alone. We'd feel so supported. So Tammy, the answer from the angels to you is that keep keep looking for it assume that it's them because it is you can't overdo it if we had a human friend and we said i want to see you and then everything we heard and saw we assumed was from that human friend that human friend would be like whoa back it off this is weird but our angels are not human. They are made of light and love and perfection. And they want so badly to know us and to grow a relationship with us. So it can never be too much. I love those questions. We're going to transition into some card pulling. I have some more questions to answer. So I'm going to get out my card deck. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. The angels have asked me to do an outlook for the week. Now, here's how this works. They say they have so many people who are asking them for help or saying, where are you? I'm lonely. I'm struggling. Help me with this. And there's so much that people are rebuilding right now, kind of coming out of the pandemic. Somebody at church last Sunday, my friend Vivian called it the great time out, and I just about fell off my chair. That's accurate, isn't it? We're coming out of the great time out, and we're doing a lot of rebuilding, both physically, economically, 
emotionally, spiritually, and the angels are hearing us ask for help. And so they're saying, we're going to give you some answers through these cards. These answers are timeless. You might happen upon this podcast 10 years from this night that I'm recording it. These answers will make sense. I don't know how they do that. Spirit just does it. They're spirit. So here we go. I'm using a deck tonight called Angel Answers, an Oracle card deck, 44 card deck and guidebook by Radley Valentine. You know, I don't, I don't really use the guidebook very often because I like to just listen to spirit, but I do notice that this deck has a beautiful guidebook. And when you get an Oracle card deck, you can read that book as much as you want. Um, the angels say that it's meant to partner with the message or to supplement it's not meant to be the only message so trust yourself when you're pulling cards for yourself look at the artwork read the words sit with it hold it close to your heart leave it out on your nightstand or on the counter for a couple days so you keep having a chance to look at it and you're discerning or you're channeling you're hearing you're feeling what the messages mean if you're hearing this thinking, oh, I can't do that. I'm just me. I can't hear from the angels. Well, darling, yes, you can. You're good at interpreting. You are. Think about, was there ever a time as a child that you looked at the clouds and you decided, oh, that looks like an elephant. That looks like, can, uh, that looks like an ice cream cone. That looks like a Care Bear. <laughs> you're able to look at things and decide, oh, that's something else. I thought it was just a cloud, but I'm seeing something else. You're very good at listening to a song and knowing that there's subtext, that there's some words that mean something else entirely. You can do this. Angels use sometimes um, answers that are very direct and sometimes they're poetic or symbolic. Well, let's practice it by pulling some cards. Here we go. Angels, I heard you say to me that you want to give us some guidance about the rebuilding that's happening coming out of the great timeout. And we're anxious to hear your answers. And they're asking me to pull four cards right now. So I'm pulling four cards all at once. And I'm going to leave them face down until I flip them over. And sometimes I just like to do that. I feel like it keeps me out of the way a little bit more. I'm pulling my third card now. And now for the fourth card, I'm just kind of waiting for one to pop up or fall out. This is such a great deck. It moves so beautifully through my hands. It's so accurate as well. Radley Valentine did an artwork by Marius Michael George. Uh, this is such a great deck. Fourth card, please, sweet angels. Thank you. All right. First card is recovery. As we come out of the great timeout, they say, don't rush the recovery. Yes, you have people who are saying, let's get back to normal. Let's get together. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's stop doing this. The angels are saying your focus needs to be on recovery. Think about the different parts of this country, of this world, of your life, of your body, of your emotional body. Think of all the parts all of us need to recover in some way and we don't have to rush that they say take time for recovery timeline for recovery they say this is a generation we're going to take a whole generation to recover let's not take that as a sentence or a punishment let's take it as an opportunity let's use this time to redefine how we rest to redefine how we study how we channel to certainly redefine how we show up for each other how we love each other this is a time for recovery here's the second card the abundance card 
if you look on the surface, sometimes it looks like our world is made of I can't or I don't have enough or it's not going to happen. That's on the surface. If you look deeper, there's always abundance. As we recover from the great timeout, as we spend time on that healing, there's something that's growing underneath. We are actually fertilizing that soil to grow what we need. And whatever we're growing identifies as abundance. Abundance can be, of course, something monetary. It can also be love, time, respect, self-respect, self-love. Abundance is coming. They say, hang on. If you're having trouble witnessing or feeling or noticing the abundance, look for it. Remember Tammy's question before, how do I know if it's signs or just me always looking for it? Remember the angel said everything is on purpose. So if you go outside and it's a beautiful day and you notice how beautiful the grass is, look at how many blades of grass are there. That is abundance. If you're taking a drive and you see all of these birds flying, look at that. That's abundance. If somebody is supposed to have a meeting with you and they're 15 minutes late or they, they decide that they're not going to show up, well, you have a choice there. You could be kind of surly about it and upset, or you could say, ah, thank you, universe. There's an abundance of time. I'll rest. I'll watch Netflix for a few moments. I'll read my book. I'll pull out my cards. So what's growing at this time, whether we can see it or not, is abundance. For some of you, this is highly specific. They're saying that some of you are building a new business and it's a little bit scary, they say, because you're doing this in uncharted territory. Everything seems new. Hang on. The abundance is coming. The more you have faith and the more you believe, the more you'll witness this abundance because you will be able to see it. Here's the next card, the third card. It is look for a sign. The angels are saying that we're asking you to spend time in recovery. We're asking you to notice abundance. And we know that when we ask you something big like this, your response is, oh yeah, prove it. I don't know if I believe that. The angels say, all right, we know that's how you work. Don't worry about it. Look for a sign. And they challenge each one of you listening to say to your specific guardian angels, all right, I heard what you said on that podcast, angel talk. And if that was right, show me then you fill in the blank, make it specific, make it weird, and show that to me within the next two weeks. So for example, I could say, angels, if that answer was right, if I really am supposed to take time to recover and I'm going to experience abundance, you know what? I want you to prove it, will you? I want to see a pair of red shoes within the next couple of weeks. What's my job? Well, I need to look for the red shoes. Mm -hmm. Now, Maybe I go to the shopping mall or I go to Target or something and there's red shoes there. That's all right. Um, that's them using a sign. That's them pointing me in the right direction and walking by that shoe department to find those red shoes. Everything matters. Everything is on purpose. Notice I didn't say angels prove it by showing me a bird. Well, that's not quite specific enough because I'm going to see a lot of birds and the skeptic and all of us might see, yeah, but there's birds everywhere. But if it's red shoes or a peacock or an elephant or a pink yoga mat or the number 13 
Well, that helps us really believe that that validation is from our angels. You will get to a point, maybe you're already there, where you don't need that validation. You're fully living in faith. And when you get to that point, let me tell you, it is grand because there's nothing blocking you from hearing and experiencing and seeing and feeling your angel communication. Here's the final card. Are you ready? The final card is improving health improving health. Now, they're putting this as the fourth card because this is a future card. This is an outcome card. And they're saying that if you focus on recovery, both emotional, physical, spiritual, you accept the abundance that's meant for you, both physical and um, emotional, spiritual, and you look for signs. If you really look for signs and adopt that faith message, yes, this is true. They say that the outcome is that your life will be healthier. This card isn't just about physical health, although for some of you it is. Your body is recharging and resetting, especially if your timeout included about with COVID, you are recovering. But they say if you abide by this message, abide from the angels means stick to it, believe it. If you listen to this and you go with it, you're going to experience improving health. So the question is, where do you need your health to improve? Is that in a relationship? Is that your money? Is it your spiritual life? Is it your connection with God? Figure out what needs to improve. And I wouldn't put a box around that. I would even say, yes, I want to improve my finances and more please spirit, more please universe, more please God. But they're saying that's the outcome. This is where we're pushing you, people. Beloved, we are nudging you towards something better, and you're on your way. I've really loved our time today. Thank you so much for submitting questions on Facebook. Keep them coming because I do see them. I do write them down. And then the angels tell me, oop, do that one. Do that one. It's so exciting. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Facebook at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator on Instagram the angel counselor. You can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm going to be offering some more classes coming up soon, both in person and on Zoom. So if you're listening far away from the Des Moines, Iowa area, I can still get to you. Same um, if you're wanting a session or a group session. What a beautiful gift we've learned in this big time out is to use technology differently. Listen, if you haven't heard this lately, let me say to you from me and from the angels, you are loved. I love you. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.